What up? What up? Yep. What up? Welcome to another episode of the Love God, Love Sex Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Heath Maxwell. Well, what's good, everybody? It's Jamie. Black History Month is here. Happy Black That's History right. Month Happy to everybody. Happy Black History Month. Celebrating, I don't know how many years, I mean, too many years to count, because we talk about Black History Month, we're not just talking about what's happened here in the American Republic, even though it's, mm-hmm. it's anchored by that, it's also understanding Black history in a global, uh, larger global context, which goes back thousands and thousands of years. But if we just want to keep it right now to the American Republic, happy Black History Month, celebrating decades and centuries of Black excellence, Black love, Black tragedy, and most importantly, Black success. Mm. And because we're here in this month, uh, the episodes we do in this month are going to be connected to our topic area, which is spirituality, sex, God, Sex. <laughs> uh, it's going to be centered around that sex. and, and uh, black love. And starting off with this particular episode, which is just celebrating black love and media and going uh, looking at music, uh, film and television, and the ways in which black love has been labeled, categorized, derided or and uh, uplifted. So let's just kick right into this episode, Jay, because uh, I know me and you. <laughs> I've had countless conversations over the years about just media in general, 80s stuff, 90s film, 90s media. Mm-hmm. Let's get right into, uh, I think what's important is music. Mm. Examples of people, right? Uh, you know, Characters in music or real people in music who've kind of like moved the needle. When you think about black love and media, what's the first black love and music, excuse me, what's the first thing that jumps out at you? J and B, you know, mm. being a power couple that they are in music, um, drunken love. Like I, <laughs> I remember watching a, <laughs> I remember watching a, a, um, I, I mean, was it like a little mini doc about them doing the song and Beyonce talking about how, you know, Jay came in there and, and got diarrhea of the mouth and started talking about all the, all of the stuff that they do when he was laying his verse. And it was like Kelly Rowland was in there and there was a bunch of other chicks was in there. And they listened to this nigga talk about slinging that Clint Eastwood. And I hope you can handle this curve. And they was like, oh, we, we, because, you know, I think they're very private about their yeah, lives. Yeah, 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 right? they are. They are. So I think to hear them be so open, you know, I've been drinking watermelon and, and, and people talking about, oh, Beyonce talking about swallowing and stuff like that. Like it's, okay. that was one of the first things that I, that I thought about J&B in music. Um, but I mean, there, there are so many other either couples or songs that uplift or highlight black love and music. I'm thinking about uh lady, you're my lady by D'Angelo or mm. soul sister by Bilal. Um, even uh, what's the song by music soul child love. You got ordinary people with John legend. And, you know, I, I just, I, these are to me songs that just like embody black love. Yeah. So yeah, let's let's just switch it from people because I, I think your your J J and B are enough for like the, the people side of music because they are a, a power force. Just they yeah, just bring is. so much, I think, black excellence, but also black love and black mm-hmm. success. I mean, they are, I think, they're the they standard. capture they're rather, the yeah, where people want to go as a as a couple, especially in the black community. Facts. When I think about songs, the first song that comes to mind is Electric Relaxation by uh, Ooh, Tribe. a Tribe Called Quest. Mm-hmm. That's, that's Black Love already. for me. I have you weak in your knees that you can hardly speak. <laughs> like, we could be like Uncle Ellen. Swing, swing an L in my Jeep. 
Oh keep my it on the down low, keep it discreet. <laughs> Not the type of cat to have his biz in the streets. Hell, my biz in the streets. But I mean, I just love the song, the vibe of the song, the energy of the song. Um, I think when you think about early hip hop music, when you think about its role in shaping and impacting the minds of black Americans, but be honest with you, many Americans, it was like white Americans. Mm -hmm. I mean, I remember growing up, 70% of people who bought hip hop music was white people. It's still, Facts. they consume a lot of it now. Mm -hmm. Is you hear a song about love, but you also hear a song about sex, but it's not hardcore. It's mm -hmm. really almost like the Cinemax. Skinemax. Skinemax right. of, of sex porn. songs where it's you no know, softcore. <laughs> softcore. It's just like open, softcore, it's connected. Yeah. yeah. It's on topic, but it's not crazy. I mean, that's just a song that 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 that, re that really moves me um, from that era. You know, one thing I did love about Tribe, and I don't know if, if this was intentional on their part, but I just remember all of the women in that video were black. And that yes. was at a time when, you know, most of the girls you saw in hip hop videos, they were kind of racially or ethnically ambiguous. Still are they to some extent. Exotic. You know what I mean? And and I mean, they were really like, nah, we want women with locks and kinky hair and, and the full lips and the, you know what I'm saying? The, the wide or pronounced noses. And it's like, I think about the women in that video. And, and honestly, a lot of uh, music videos uh, in that day and time that really highlighted black beauty. So yeah. Shouts to tribe. Yeah. Electric relaxation. Oh, yeah, oh, for sure. Now I'm gonna throw another one out at you. Brown sugar. That whole album, son. It was the <laughs> Angelo. <laughs> I said, yo, my game. lady, I, I was just like, yeah, bro. He, he really, I think to me came in, he slid in the game during a time where hip hop was really ruling the airwaves and we mm. didn't really have, well, no, 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 no. I'm tripping. Cause the nineties was all about R and B and, and black love and all of that. But we just didn't have an yeah. artist like him that young, you know, in a long time, most of the R and B he was different. Uh, he was different. Yeah. I, that's what I was going to say. Most of the males that we had in R and B were a little bit older. They, they would elude the Vandrosses or the Freddie Jacksons or, you know what I mean? Chucky Booker, a little older. Mm -hmm. But when D'Angelo came, I mean, I feel like he could have been my friend, at, but he was really putting it down yeah. for not not only a look that was really black, but a sound that was just so heavily black, influenced yes. by James yes. Brown Stacks and Prince records. And like, yeah, son, it was all of that energy. Yeah. And he did do something that I think was very unique at the time. He really was one of the lead voices in the Neo Soul movement, uh, the Neo Soul music movement, which really became about, in its own way, embodying Black love and showcasing Black love. It also meant Black excellence and Black artistry, but Black love was a big part of the Neo Soul movement. When you heard a Jill Scott song, when you heard a Flow oh, song, when you heard any of these songs, mm -hmm. you felt they were talking about these thriving Black couples or these very hard, you know, down on their luck black couples or black couples where people had broken up and they're trying to, you know, find themselves or, you know, the pain was prevalent and you weren't thinking like, you know, the cast of friends, you were thinking people that, you know, you know, from an HBCU or from your local area, like Philadelphia, LA, Chicago, New York, Miami, places where the, you know, these black hubs at the time in the nineties. Uh, so that, that was really powerful. I think another song that's a really great song about black love is uh, Brown Skin Lady by 
Mm-hmm. I live quality Was that most definitely. Yeah, black star. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's really just old to black women and brown women. At the end, they just start doing this kind of chanting where they're just like shouting out black women from all different t- places, countries, and spaces. And I just loved it, man. And I, I still listen to that song to this day because when you really think, and this is from, you know, our perspective, straight black men, I mean, some of the sisters that are just out there from just different places, I mean, just the level of beauty out there. And not just beauty physically, but the beauty as far as emotionally and intellectually, um, watching a black woman grow her business and become this thriving entrepreneur. I mean, there's so much beauty in that. It almost has like the poetry of her arithmetic equation, right? Two plus two equals four. It mm. just dances right out of you. And you see this mm-hmm. same kind of dance happening with this woman's business or her PhD. I mean, I just think a song like Brown Skin Lady captures all that beauty just so eloquently, man. Yeah, you even had uh, Lauren Hill at that time with the miseducation. Oh, word, That was word. a lot of black love. I mean, even though a lot of those songs um, and, and like the songs off of My Life with Mary J, even though a lot of those mm. songs were about the pain that they went through in their relationship, to me, that was still an image of black love, right? Like, of course, whatever was going on with Lauren and Wyclef at the time or whoever she was singing about, because I don't know if that was who she was talking about, but whoever she was singing about, whoever Mary was singing about, they were pouring their heart and their soul into that. And I mean, that's, that's part of the black tradition, right? We're very soulful people. Um, and we pull a lot from our experiences. We pull a lot of emotion from our experiences and put that in the song. So, you know, Lauren Hill, Mary J. Uh, I mean, who are, who are some other artists or, or songs that were really just like black love is just embedded in that. I mean, Erica. Yeah, but I do for sure. Yeah, I mean, for so sure. the thing about Erica is when I think about Erica's songs, like Call Tyrone, for example. Son, you read my mind. Now, now, that is a song about black love, but it's not all about the affectionate, I'm enthralled with you part of black love. Mm-hmm. It is this part of black love that is being captured where there's tension, there's disrespect, there's call out, call out in a good way, right? You know, you are using me, using my body and my time, and my resources, but you're not you know, sharing life with me the way that we intended right. to share life. Mm-hmm. So this idea of call Tyrone and which I thought was great is that I think a lot of women, black women at the time really identified with that song. I was writing with my aunt like last year and she was just singing the song. It was just great to hear my aunt. I didn't know my aunt had this great voice, but she was riding this car and she was like singing the song, man. It's just a great song. And I think it's memorable, but it really yeah. captures, I think black love. Again, when we talk about, I think black excellence, black love, black artistry, I think it's hard for us, or I, not hard, but I don't think we should just focus on what's great, the good stuff, mm-hmm. because yeah, part of that is pain. Sure. So when we talk about celebrating black history, I'm not just going to talk about all the crazy, amazing inventions black people have made, the gas masks, the traffic light, um, in, you know, innovations for the sh- you know, shoes and tying shoes, George Washington Carver. We got to talk surgery. about lynching. Mm-hmm. We also got to talk about slavery. We also got to talk about Jim Crow. We got to talk about the horrors of slavery and the legacies of Jim that, yeah. and Jane Crow, as Cornell West likes to say, that and continue to impact our communities, housing discrimination, redlining, blockbusting. All that is a part of the Black uh, American experience. So when we're celebrating Black love, we got to talk about you know what people find to be great and what people find to be painful. I think it all works together to help us get better and think better and do better, hopefully, you know, be better. Yeah. Well, let's, let's, let's shift the conversation. Now we've talked about some examples in music. How about in film where the characters are real people who, who jumps out to you as images of black love? 
in film. Uh, so are you talking about the actors who are, we, we know are married or are you talking about like uh, fictional? It could be either, whether they're like, like characters or real people. So I think the film that's to this day still shocks me as a display of black love that I've even seen white people fall in love with, other mm-hmm. folks fall in love with, is Love and Basketball. Hey, Quincy and Monica. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Cute. So there's so McCall. many layers to that film. There's the relationship between Monica's father and mother, relationship between Q's mm-hmm. father and mother, mm-hmm. relationship between mm-hmm. Monica and Q, and just even the drama that, that just becomes like a vortex that sucks everybody's in, which is Q's parents and the dissolution of their marriage. And how that just drives everybody all over the place as neighbors, as family. And, you know, they became friends, they became friendships, <laughs> you know, and I, just to see people respond to that movie. And just, of course, the famous line, right, Monica and Q, she's I play for your heart. She loses. She's walking away. He just goes double or nothing. Double or nothing. <laughs> I've heard people just quote that just like Yo, double or nothing. I'm like, wow, man, this mm. movie is just amazing because it wasn't a movie at the time that had a crazy budget. It wasn't mm-hmm. like they was paying, you know, people twenty million dollars a film like Chris Tucker right, after right. Rush Hour. They were just people who were just making, you know, a great movie. And by the way, shout out to Tyra Banks, who's just remains just as beautiful and fine. Uh, just shout out to Omar Epps, because even in real life, him and him and his wife Keisha from Total, yes. like they've been an image of black love forever. Yeah, thirty years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, early nineties. Like yeah, something like that. So that's that definitely was his group. Well, the Wolf Pack was his group. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Wolfpack. Yeah, exactly. Kevin Nash. WCW. Yeah, 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 yeah. So what about you? Because I was going to have you talk about love and basketball, but I want to shift it because I want to get as much different ideas in here in this this section of the film. What about you? What's what's another movie you could toss out? I'm not necessarily thinking of movies, but I'm thinking about real couples, like starting with um, Ruby D and Ozzy Davis. Uh you know, Courtney Vance and Angela Bassett, yeah. Denzel and Pauletta. Will and Jada? Uh, Will and Jada, for, for sure, for sure. So let's talk about Will and Jada for a second. Okay. Take a stop and pull over there. Yeah, yeah, let's pull over and <laughs> just, just get out the car and take these pictures. <laughs> right next to the Vegas sign. We're going to do that real quick. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, uh, welcome, welcome to Vegas. <laughs> I really like their marriage. And the reason I want to highlight their marriage right now is because of all the controversy in 2022, the fallout from the Oscar slap. Mm-hmm. They're a very interesting couple to me. I think they show us what happens to Hollywood couples, whether it's, you know, even non-black couples like, you know, Brad Pitt and Jennifer, Aniston, mm-hmm. uh, all these couples. All of them, yeah. Mm-hmm. Where there's always a third-party voice, which is the media, which gets invited into the, the, their their marriage. And then, of course, we invite ourselves into their marriages. And people get labeled. People can't make mistakes. And in, I think regular, everyday marriages, people are making mistakes every single day. They're struggling every single day. And what I like about their marriage is their openness. And this is not even a, a joke about their open marriage, which I don't know they've ever <laughs> No, confirmed. it's not a quip. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, someone's like, oh, I'm sure you do like their openness, don't you? <laughs> Yeah, you love that openness. It's not a play. It's not a play on words, folks. No, 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 it really no, means no. The it's, it's, it's genuine in that um, their red table talk, the way they've connected, what they're trying to do, uh, and I'm rooting for their marriage in whatever form it remains in going forward. 
because I do like the way that they flow together. And I like what they built together. They built a family. They even provide for their children. Trey, of course, kid from his first marriage, Gammy mm-hmm. and her husband. It's just a dope thing to see a black family together thriving and creating a business. Uh, I heard Boosie recently talking about how he pays his kids $150 a day to learn his business. And so I think oh, wow. stories like that are just pretty amazing in, in, in the black community should be highlighted. And I just think Will and Jada capture that. And, you know, their marriage is their marriage. However, they conceive of it and they, they choose to practice it. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I agree. I also um, have a, a kind of appreciation for their marriage and admiration. And it's really because of, to piggyback on what you were saying, to be under that much scrutiny, to be, you know, subject to that much public opinion, have so many uh, aspects and elements of your life be known and talked about and opined on by the public, but they have really been adamant about staying together. It's, oh, it's yeah. not so much, you know, you do something and I'm ready to walk away or mm-hmm. you make me upset and I'm ready to walk away. Like their vows mean something to them. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that is something that we could all celebrate and learn from. It's like, no matter, cause I feel like this day and age, a lot of love and relationships is about what what's going to make it easy and favorable and enjoyable for me what i'm getting out of it i think they've they've put their love through the paces bro and i mean mm. was it what's it been 25 25 something years or something like that yeah 96 97 mhm about 25 so, 26 years to see the things that they've gone through and endured next to each other, even when they decided to take their space and, you know, she got into that entanglement, the fact that they've been able to circle back and, and be like, yo, whatever's we've dealt with this before, we mm-hmm. can come back from it. And I'm pretty, I feel like that's probably the conversation that they have, you know, in the walls of their own home where it's like, yeah, I know it, it was, I fucked up with the Oscar slap or, and she's probably like, yeah, babe, you did, but like, we'll get through it. You know, I I feel like there has to be those kind of conversations for them to have gone through the things that they've gone through to date and and not have decided to walk away because we've seen people walk away for a lot less. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm thinking about I'm thinking about uh, Kim and Kanye. I'm thinking about uh, Chloe and Lamar. And I'm just like when I first saw these couples, those two specifically, I was like, yo, they have all the makings to be young successful black couples. Well, some people argue against the black part, but yeah, but I, they can I'm argue with that if they want family. to. <laughs> they can argue about it if they want to. I just, for the sake of, of conversation, um, I, I felt like they all had the makings to be a, a Will and Jada if, if their vows meant enough to stick it out. Mm-hmm. Now, all of the stuff I think assume or just heard Chloe saw Lamar go through with the drug addiction and going to the ranch and all these different types of things. Yo, she, she still that dude. She saved his life. Son, she was ready to, and she I think she would have done life. more. I think she, I think she would have done more if he would have just been like, yo, let me, let me clean up my act a little bit. Let me clean up my act like Prince would do. If not for the pleasure, at least for the principal. Um, you know, <laughs> he could have just. Man, if he could have just got it together. Um, but but I'm, I say all of that to say we've seen people walk away for for less, you know. So I like again, I really admire Will and Jada's relationship and their resiliency to 
maintain their togetherness, regardless of what we go through, it's still all about the marriage and this family at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of another movie that really kind of captures black love. Oh, and I do uh, want to bring them. Why did I get married? Yeah, I was going to say that. Why did I get married? Which one, which one was your favorite couple? Well, I love Tasha Smith. Same. I love, I mean, when I say <laughs> Tasha Smith to me is like the pinnacle of badness. I just mm. love her whole, I just, I don't know. I just love her. I know she's doing a lot of directing now. It's great to see her career just thriving and continuing to move. I just love her look. She just, to me, has a, just a great, beautiful look. And mm. I just, I don't know. So I've always like, but in now, as far as the, as the characters are concerned, it's just an interesting, interesting display. They were just an interesting couple. I think they're one of my favorite couples because they're dynamic and go, go, go get the, get, get the hose number, Marcus, get the hose number. Hose. <laughs> she said, Oh, you didn't get VD from her. You got it from me. I was like, damn, son. Cause yo, listen, that that'll happen. You, you mess around and cheat on a black woman. She's like, Oh, okay. I got you. This, this is how we going. This is the get back right here. <laughs> I'm going to sleep with my ex. Knowing he got something, I'm going to give it to you and, and let you sweat thinking about how you got it. <laughs> go, go get your friends. To get my <laughs> friends. Get my friends. <laughs> and we could be we friends. We could all be friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that, that was, that was a, a really good movie. I think the premise of that <clears throat> definitely is a is a black love yeah. thing where you see all of these different iterations of black love, right? Like you had the two super successful characters with Janet Jackson and, and um You met uh, um from uh, New York undercover and NYPS. Yes, yes, yes. Malik Yoba. Yeah. And then you had Tyler Perry and his wife and uh the Jill Scott character. That that one was a little tough for me. Because your man was just a blatant. <laughs> he was just he dirt, was just, just dirt dirty, just just a scumbag, bro. <laughs> just a Straight scumbag. Up just... But like you said, so many of our sisters have lived that experience. Yeah, and and they know what it's like to have a guy that you put your all into, but you know he's on his feet now. You would have started kit, and you know he's not thinking. Yeah, but about he was you. just he's, doing he's sleeping it. with I your mean, friend. He was, he was super dirty. I mean, he was dirty like, I but mean, like sleeping what with, he did sleeping in the cabin, friend, the other chick. Right, right. And who was her friend that she decided to invite on this trip? And they had to tell Made her, like, her take. Baby, that ain't your friend. She's sleeping with your husband. This ain't your friend, but they really ain't your friend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Friends, how many of us have them? Not like that. Nobody well, I thought Jill like Scott's that. character was my favorite because of her resilience, but also her bounce back. Cause I think everybody wants a bounce back story. You know, she comes Come back. back she's always real. Wait, she's got the dude. I forgot. I don't know that the actor's name. Yeah, me too. I yeah. forgot it. Yeah. But anyway, dark skin guy. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, she comes back and just bring, you know, I think that's a, that's a story everyone wants. And I think it's a story of black love too, right? Being in such deep harrowing pain, to emerge from that ash renewed, refreshed and connected with somebody mm. who, you know, your, your future is looking bright together. And that, that's, that's quite amazing. I'm that's also thinking great. about, uh, Boris and Nicole Ari Parker. 
Like I've and like I've seen them around each other. That's some real black love right there. Oh yeah, that's 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 a dope I mean couple they there. they hold hands and be PDA in and I love seeing them. Yeah, I love yeah. seeing or or like a, a Sally Richardson and Dondre Whitfield. Like they oh, go word. They I forgot do, they're together. Um, <clears throat> you know, like these these couples panels where they talk about love and intimacy and all. Like I I love seeing that shit. Yeah, love yeah. Seeing that. Yeah, yeah, they're dope. I forgot about Nicole Ari Parker and Boris, man. Mm-hmm. That's a yeah. That's 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 a couple that's been going strong for a while. Yeah, you know who else is like one of those uh, undercover Rodney Pete and Holly Robinson? They've been together for a yeah, clip, minute, bro. For a minute, a minute. minute. Yeah, they've been together a long time. I'm talking about probably since the days of hanging with Mr. Cooper. Right. No, nah, probably like the mid '90s because like... she did 21 Jump Street and then. Well, yeah. they was they were together when he was still playing. So yeah, 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 for sure. Early mid nineties. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, I don't, and people now talk about Kerry Washington and her husband, and a former NFL player. I don't know if he's still playing. Oh, Namdi Asamoa. Yeah. They still yeah. together? Yeah, yeah, still together. I mean, it's it's hard to keep up these days, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think about uh, you know Sterling K. Brown and Ryan Michelle Bath. Yeah, I was gonna say um, that. That's another big couple. Be- seem like they got a beautiful relationship. Samuel yeah. Jackson, his wife. Oh, Latanya. for sure, for sure. Is that Latanya? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely a beautiful couple. Yeah, been, a, been, How a, been about around a, for a minute. Some some of the younger ones, like Steph and Aisha, or Iman Shumpert and Tiana Taylor. Yeah, that, that's a dope couple too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Both those couples are are just they're they're dope in their in each respective way because they all have different talents they bring to the table. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Let's talk about television. Let's first start with you know, real people, and then let's move on to characters that inspired us with Black Love, because I want to round out that conversation towards the end about characters, because I think I know that's very impactful for both of us. Do you think Michelle and Barack count as television couple? Uh, no. I mean, I, I think now they do. They're, they're doing more television appearances. <laughs> but just, as, real, like, just eh. as a real couple... Yeah, no, I, I definitely think they kind of embody that. I mean, especially more now, like I was talking about, now that they're doing more of these appearances. And recently, Michelle was just like spilling all the tea about what it was really like <laughs> to be married to this dude, you know, on the come up, on the uptick when it wasn't really. Hey, man, she was just at, at any given time. For 10 I was years. looking at that. Like, what was, your, what was the song? I'm looking at the front door. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Large, large <laughs> professor? Uh, <laughs> A bunch of times she so, was so just we like, "Listen, we man, I was that ain't right." <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at the front door. Shout out to Extra uh, P, man. Facts, lost professor in here. But you know, she was talking about a couple of times she was ready to throw in the towel, or how things were so asymmetrical and imbalanced, and there was times where she was just like, "Yo, I, this is not what I signed up for." But, I, yeah. but again, the resiliency to be able to see him through and hold him down through that first candidacy, bro. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. She That's, held him down. Yeah, for sure. Held that family down. Oh, yeah, she did. She did. Let's not. What made, what made you ask that? Were you just thinking about Barack and Well, Michelle because of and, her, her recent talks about marriage. Well, first yeah. of all, they're on television, right? I mean, mm-hmm, they're being mm-hmm. televised, but they're not necessarily on television in the sense of a yeah, scripted no, show. Yeah. It's like, it wasn't like he was getting paid by like Warner Brothers Studio. He was getting paid by the U.S. government. But right. you know, but they're, you're seeing their life play it on television. So that's why I asked, 
are they a real television couple? Um, because yeah. we did, you know, Jay Z and Beyonce, then we just talked mm-hmm. about another bunch of, you know, people. When I talk I about, when I think about fiction, bit... huh? Go no, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. When I think about fictional people, the first couple that comes to mind is the Huxtables, and this is controversial, okay. obviously, because of Cosby. But I mean, Felicia Rashad, holy smokes, man! And, and Heathcliff, let's let's leave Bill Cosby over there. But but well, the I, character I, I really Heathcliff. Okay, yes, Heathcliff, yes, we, great yeah. character. <laughs> but I mean, Felicia Rashad's character. I mean, Claire Huxtable. I mean, changed Class the game. Personified. Changed the game. I mean, we want to talk about elegance, brilliance, mm-hmm. sexiness. Had that firm hand with the kids when it was necessary. Talk about wow, big man. fun with the wretched. <laughs> big fun. <laughs> yo, she, yeah, yo, she, bro, she, she was, she was everything. Life up. She was that Proverbs 31 woman in the flesh. She was the closest just, thing to it. Yeah, yeah. She, I mean, she, she's just amazing. But I think the Huxables made young black people. I mean, we were in our, you know, not even 10 years old in the 80s, you know, growing up six, seven, eight, nine, ten. 10. Mm-hmm. I mean, they made you believe you could do it. Everything. Everything. They made, they made you believe you could do everything. Oh, seriously. Mm-hmm. You they really made could. you believe you could really find a, a suitable mate, suitable help meet. Get that brownstone. Get that brownstone in Brooklyn. You know what I mean? Spend that time Take with your trips. family. Facts. Yeah. Still and, flirt. And create and get, a kind of generational wealth to where if your kids don't really make it out that first go, they, they got a place where they could come home and raise their family and, and eventually get back on their feet. So like, yeah, bro, they really were an example of this is how you're supposed to create a life. This is what creating a life for a family looks like. Yes. Family, black family. I mean, you know, I mean he, they really showed a thriving, loving, resolute mm. black family. And I think that was connected to me to Dwayne and Whitley. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I think one of the best love stories on television of all time. Your man Not the best, the just one of the best. <laughs> he stormed the church. I said, your man Dwayne stormed the church. Like, I, I can't let what you marry What was the backyard? Can't the backyard let you marry of the, of the house is like, baby, please. Can't let you marry this dude. Oh, Joe Morton just had to walk out at the end. He just walked out with his boys. Yeah, wait a minute. So, see, I'm thinking of the first joint when she was about to marry the light-skinned dude. Remember that one? When she was about to marry Byron, the light-skinned dude? Not Byron. Um. Dang, was it? Was that wasn't his was name? Joe Morton's character, Dorian? No, maybe it was Dorian. I don't remember. No, it, hold up. I think it was like two times he had to save her from getting married to somebody else. No, yeah, he loved up. that trick. He loved that woman. <laughs> he loved that woman. Oh, you got me over here, that man. That could have definitely went. That could have went left in real life. You know what I'm saying? You're talking about if if anyone has any reason, Julian, these to Julian that these two should not be married. Speak now, son. Somebody say something. That could go left. You could have a whole side of the church just you, you, putting I'm hands sorry, on you. I'm sorry, what? You, do we need to take you outside? No, they just put hands so, on you right in the church. Right in the church. Yeah, you're right. right <laughs> Losing in the church, my religion right in the church. <laughs> start put, putting putting that heat on you right there. Facts. Are we going to lay hands? You know how much we, we just pay for pray. the caterer? We now, if you pray, show right up here. with your family, start eating it <laughs> off the usurp. You usurp my spot? Mm. Yeah, Dwayne uh, Whitley. What I thought about Dwayne Whitley's um, love story is that 
young love can mature into like real love. I think one mm. of the challenges with marriage in America is, and this is just obviously my opinion. This is not research. This is Heath's opinion is marriage isn't presented as a viable option. Very young for people. Whereas I think with Dwayne Whitley, you saw it as a very young opportunity, you know, being together and growing together. I just think that's, that's not currently offered that way for people. It's like, go out, sow your Royal Oats. <laughs> and then, um, after you, you know, done been holed out, that's when yeah, you can slow down. Side, man or woman. <laughs> that's what I mean. Yeah. After yeah. You've been slutted out, man or woman. That's when you can settle down and yeah. 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 And, and you won't have to regret anything. Right. You don't have to regret anything. Get it all out your system. <laughs> How and about I another think, pop popular couple? Yeah. Martin and Gina. Oof. Martin and Gina. And again, what I loved about Martin and Gina that was different than the Cosby narrative where you saw the Cosby narrative in uh, the Huxtables or with Dwayne and Whitley is he was like a dude, kind of scrappy background, didn't really know his dad. His mom was there. Gina was this established, well-going woman and they kind of like opposites attract. And they mm-hmm. just grew together, man. Right. You know, episodes about Gina not making more money, this whole, well, making more money and all of this stuff. It, it, it was... The show was just on top of Martin's hilarious comedy. I mean, you can go back and watch Martin first couple of seasons. They just indelible. Just They're just like it. monumental yeah. facts. Mm-hmm. You just sit down and watch the whole thing front to yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. And, and they just you know it, it was great because Martin really introduced a lot of things that happen to you men. You get prideful. Your girl's making more money than you. You can't provide. Does she really love you? Does she respect you? Are you mm-hmm. still, you know, desire of her heart when you can't provide like that? It's it's quite amazing, man, what he did yeah. with that show. In regards to just the love part, forget the comedy, just the love part, the storytelling of their of their relationship. Right. And even her narrative, which I think, like you said earlier, a lot of black women kind of live that experience where they were making more than they do, but they still be willing to work with dudes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah. So just kind of wrapping this up, because uh, I know we're coming up at the end of our time here. Black love in the media, where's it going in the future? I mean, hopefully we see more examples of what <clears throat> whole black families, loving black families, thriving black families will look like. Um, I mean, I know there was that the show on HBO that got a lot of love uh, with Jonathan Majors and and um, who's a girl? Journey or uh, Small the Smollett. Yeah, yeah, that was... Uh off player of HP Lovecraft stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. what it was. Love Lovecraft country. Um, but I mean, you have stories about couples. Hopefully we see more things about, like I said, thriving families. Uh, maybe there could be a, 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 a reboot of the Cosby show. I thought, I thought, um, and I don't even know how we forgot about this one, but uncle Phil and Aunt Viv, um, amazing black couple. You know what I mean? But even seeing the reboot of that uh, on the Peacock series, Fresh Prince, it was just, man, or Bel-Air rather, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, such, it was really, really good. I, I really loved seeing, again, it, you know, he's this established uh, attorney trying to become a, a politician and she's just, she was an art major and a teacher and she had all of this, these uh, artistic qualities about her and and him being in a position to allow her to to investigate those things yeah, and yeah, find yeah, yeah. out where she wanted to be in life. I mean, she already had an established career, but sometimes you end up in a situation where your, your spouse wants to redefine and, and have a renaissance moment. And so um, I, I think a part of love is being able to 
uh, allow that person to find who they are and find their footing, but, but still, but be able to support them through that. And I think that was a great example of that. So I'm just hoping we see, you know, more examples of like a holistic whole thriving black family. What about you? Yeah, I, I, I think the same thing, but I also am looking forward to how black love redefines concepts of blackness. And I think you saw that with Issa Rae and Insecure. Mm, Issa Rae, I think, mm-hmm. I think Issa Rae's Insecure, to me, is on the same level as the Cosby show as far as impact, I think, redefining blackness and allowing for different modes of black love to be expressed in, in a modern sense of what was going on at the time it was contemporary and very relevant. So I'm hoping more of that comes through where we see different modes of blackness and honesty and stories being told in a way that allows different ways in which black people are coming together and loving, whether it's, you know, monogamy, like which I practice, but people who may have different kinds of ways and understanding blackness and, and black love can have places where they can talk, um, places where people can be accountable and spaces mm-hmm. where people can, can grow. And that can happen, I think, through television, music and, and, and film. So that, that I think will be um, somewhat interesting. I think it's going to happen on some level, even though I think there's still monogamy is still a big thing in, in, in the black experience here in America. But I'm really hoping that we do get more voices like Issa Rae because she, she really made a dent for the culture. So shout out to Issa Rae. Shout and out just to Issa. Yeah, shout out to Issa. Shout out um, all our socials is at love God, love sex pod. And that's on TikTok, Instagram. YouTube, Facebook, I can say it again, at Love God, Love Sex Pod. If you want to email us, it's connect at Love God, Love Sex Podcast.net. Thanks for coming to this episode. Look forward to the next one. Happy Black History Month. Facts. And don't forget to leave a comment and subscribe. Absolutely. Smash that button. All right, y'all. Peace.